0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So in order to understand this mitzvah, that the Ramban is the, I I think, the champion of of counting it as a mitzvah, I think it's important to probably look at the Pusuk in Parsha's Kiseitze. So let us take a look at those Psukim as you can see them in front of you. Uh, now it's again i i i don't know why this pusik is there we know the pusik, the pusik about stealing a person kidnapping as it's called taking a person and, and selling him um but i do know that this is all one little paragraph meaning right before this pusik and pas and Perik vav there is a samach you would find in your chumash. That would mean a stuma, meaning that's the end of one paragraph. The next paragraph begins as a three-passive paragraph, Zion ches, and Zion is about a person who is a kidnapper, as I said. And a person who's a kidnapper, when he's discovered, should die. And we need to... Sh- show how terrible that is to rob someone of his life and try to become a white slaver or whatever it is kidnappers are about the next pasuk is seemingly benega be be exceedingly careful about the the leprosy of everybody called saras is the lasos and do exactly what the Kohanim and the Levim tell you to do. Kashir, T V C. Like I told, I already told them what to do. I've told them. You guys need to listen to them because they're going to tell you stuff based on what I said. And of course, it's in great detail, as we know in Parshers, Hazri, and Metzorah. So, Hishomer Benegataras, Lushmur What does that mean? I mean, obviously, it's in the Torah. You're going to follow it. What is this special posik saying? Okay make sure you fulfill it. The whole Pusik is really, uh, again, this Pusach is of course necessary about kidnapping. This Pusach seems to be completely unnecessary. And then we have this Pusach. So, um, remember, or say, and this is what we're going to talk about what God did, God, your God did to Miriam. Mitzaiskemi Mitzrayam. That's interesting. Again, I'm sure Bob and others, you've wondered about this phrase because it wasn't like right, it wasn't right when they were leaving Mitzrayim that this occurred. It was in the Midbar. It was while that they were um, you know, as we know in in, in Parshus Bahalouska, that's when it that's sort of when it happened. Um was that Yes, they were on their way, and it was, it was a good year or so and a half into the into the events. So um what needs to be understood is what is what are these three Psukim about? Well we start with Chazal, the sifrei which is the Beginning of the troshos on these psukim from Chazal. You take a look at the sifrei The sifrei says, this the, the hishamer below sase.
1: Hmm,
0: there is a low saseh here. What's the low saseh? Probably doing something to the nega. Binega zesar lavon. Hmm, that's one sort of nega when you have a white hair that appears. The extra word saras is michia. That's another type of uh, 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 of of, of, of saras. actually Maybe that just means you've got to be careful and show it to the kohen. Niska What about after you've shown it? How do you know that you still have to somehow follow the rules? lishmer velasos. So basically this is, seems to be, again, you, it's, it's almost the Sifrei is definitely bothered by the same question I just had, but it's, what is it What is it directing us to do? It's saying all these extra phrases are taking care of all the different types of Tzaras. Okay, what are we supposed to do with that though? What are we Rabbi, Rabbi yes. what is this Sifrei? Is it a commentary on Rashi? It's a commentary on the, on, on Chazal, it's, it's Chazal's commentary on the Psukim. Before there was Mishnayos, before the halachos were collected in Mishnayos, they were the, the psukim themselves, and the difficulty from the psukim was teased out to create these halachos. So the sifrei is, is chazal on these psukim. Rashi many times quotes sifrei. Sifrei means the book, the book that's used in tandem with the, with the verses.
1: Right, right. Thank you.
0: So now, the book, the Sifrei, Chazal, here in Dvarim, seem to understand that these, all these extra phrases probably refer to the whole gamut of Parsha Sazria. There's Sarlovan, there's Michia, But also, it's telling you, hmm, maybe before you become, before it turns out that you're Tame, maybe you'd like to do what? Maybe ignore it, or maybe rip it. Or maybe maybe rip it out of your body so you don't think that you're not going to be Tameh this way. How about after it's clear that you're Tameh going through the process? Okay. That's you. The, what about the Nagoyim that come on your clothing, the Nagoyim that will be on your homes? How do you know that you have to follow everything that Kohanim are saying? But what is it telling us to do? The, you're right. The, 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 the Sifrei clearly is taking every single part of this Pusik, which is completely extraneous, and connecting it backwards to the parsh of Sazria and Mitzorah, where you have all different types of Nagoyan situations before you become Tamei situations of Tuma on the human body and on uh, on, on, on items in the house, clothing and um, the the physical building itself. Also, we know that there is a process. There's a process of tsaras that we know one process is called uh, Hesker, where we're waiting and seeing. The other part is called Hechlet, where it's determined that the person is definitely Tomei or the house is definitely Tomei. So, let me tell maybe this Azhar is only at the final stage. What about when you're in the in-between stage, Hesker, where you're just closed off and it's not clear whether you're going to be 100% Tomei? Kashir tzivisim as I commanded. Maybe that means keeping all of them. How do you know you can't even ignore any of them? How do you know you can't even ignore any of the Saras laws, Talmud Lomar, Lishmore. Okay. So I look at the Sifrei, and it's interesting that this, the reason why I'm mentioning the sifrei because the Sifrei here doesn't, it's almost, it leaves you clueless. You know that this is referring back to Parsha, Sazriya, Mitzorah, but you can only guess of what this means. Does it mean, like the Gemara and Mako says, that you can't cut the, 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 the the saras off of your body, it seems to be more than that. It's also to basically follow all the details, which of course you would do. Once the Torah says this is the process, what do you need the extra layer for? That's one sifrei The very next drasha, though, says, What is Miriam doing here? <speaking in Hebrew> the reason why the Torah put this Pasuk here is to teach you the negoyim that we told you to get so that we want you to be so careful about in the Pasuk before it happens because of what Miriam did because we know Miriam became Mitzorat and therefore understanding Miriam's story underscores to you that that's where Lashon Hara comes and now the Sefra says something which I'm sure you've heard in many shapes and forms about Varm Kalvachomer Ma, Mirim, Shul, Deber, El, Shul, o, of Miriam did not try to embarrass him openly. She spoke to Aaron. Moshe wasn't there. Also Interesting this says, Ramban quotes this phrase as well. She was trying to help Moshe. She felt Moshe had, was mistaken. That Moshe's life would be better. We know what it was that she said, right? She said that Moshe is has separated from Zipporah. Moshe has decided that he's not living with Zipporah. They're not engaged in sexual relations at all. And it seems like Zipporah is suffering because of the lack of, 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 of someone to be with her. So therefore, she wants Moshe's betterment. She wants his marriage to be better. She wants him to be a better person. She believes perhaps he will even be a better leader. So he, she wants Moshe's benefit. In her mind, this was actually what God, would be better for God, to have a novi who's doing the right thing. Ula binyano shalola. Who knows? Maybe Tzipporah was still fertile. Maybe she would have more children. Who knows? But the point is, it sends a message. Moshe living with his wife together and people knowing about it, that leads to more relations going on, Miriam thought. It makes the world better. There's no, these people aren't being involved in monkish behavior. So everything that she wanted to do, it was so noble. Look how the hammer came down on her. That she was that her that she 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 was she was Mitsorat Kesheleg, she was or she I don't know how it must have covered most of her body. Can you imagine a Bignuso If you're just trying to
1: insult your friend in front of a bunch of people, of course you're gonna be punished. Okay, So the Saffray says that why you just said that She didn't do it in public She just told
0: Adam Right however if you see This what happens to Miriam Can you imagine what's going to happen to you In other words Miriam's Lush and Hara Was in a way the least Type of Lush and Hara We can think of It has five justifications And it was based on a mistake And still the hammer came down So hard on her so the Sifre says anyone who speaks most of us who speak negatively about someone and sometimes even publicly just to, because to, to lash out for sure saras will definitely visit us and 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 we will be and we will be punished with saras okay so the Sifre seems to be saying that one Pusik is about how bad Saras is, how careful you have to be. The other Pusik tells you where Saras happens. That is what the Sifre says. Rashi, who knew both of these Sifre says, this tells you, an eitzah clearly how to, as Rashi says, and and you can look at the Rashi inside yourself on that Pusik. Rashi uh, paraphrases the Sifre is bit al Zahora If you want to try to be careful not to get saras, then don't speak Hara. That is not exactly what the Sifraya says. Rashi implies it. And even though in most of the editions of Rashi, they say it's from
1: the Sifrei, I'll read you the Sifrei again, and you'll tell me if you think that's what it says.
0: Rashi rephrases that to tell you that this teaches you this is why Saras happens. So if you want not to get Saras. Remember what happened to Miriam. Think about what happened to Miriam. That is Rashi's layer of of, of reading in the Sifrei. So basically, according to Rashi, this Pusik is really an Eitzhatova. Saras is terrible. A lot of Averis in Saras, if you don't do it correctly. And the way not to even get that is to think about what happened to Miriam. And maybe you won't say Lashonara and this won't happen to you. But the Torah is not telling you not to say Lashonora. <laughs> the Torah is giving you an Eitz, according to Rashi. How not to get Saras? So the is not it's not a mitzvah, it's an Eitz tova Okay, Rashi's grandson has another way of looking at these Pesukim, the Rashbam. The Rashbam's Derach and Pshat was quoted by at least three other Rishonim after him. Whether they attributed to him or not, they clearly were trying to read this Pusik in what we call the Omek Pshuto Shomikra. And those of you that are familiar with Rashbam know that he often uh, is the champion. In fact, he is always the champion of what he considers a true Pshat interpretation of Psukim, which are not dependent on Chazal. Sometimes they're in contradiction to Chazal, and many times, as you know, he said that he he he, he debated in a very honorable way with his grandfather, and he, he 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 his grandfather admitted to him that if he could, he would have perhaps worked on a new commentary that would have what the Rashbam calls pshotim bechol now, this is another whole she'er about what the Rashbam is about and how he saw himself vis-a-vis Rashi. But I'm sure anyone who's ever, you know, whether you're Nechama Leibowitz, go to Nechama Leibowitz's or whatever it is, you know that it's always great to counter Rashi and his grandson, the Rashbam. What does the Rashbam say? Rashbam says, you know what Yishamr B'nege Tzaras Ma'od means? The reason why the Torah to tell you this is because you might think, especially now in Sefer Dvarim, as you're going into Eretz Yisrael and you're going to have a king, and there's going to be, it isn't going to be just the way things are here in the Midbar, where everything is so mystical and so close to God, but there's going to be kings and hierarchies and power. You should know that Saras can occur even to a king. That's what happened. Uziyo got Saras. They sent him out. And his son Yotam took over. (inaudible) He shomer means don't try to say well, like like FDR. Okay, don't take a picture of him. He's got polio. We have to have honor for him. Okay, the guy got saras. Oh no, you know what? Okay, you know what? Let him wear a a cap over the saras on his head, and nobody will see as saras. Let him stay the king. No, no, we don't want to. Right? Get him a chapeau. Get him a toupee. No. No, Hishomer Benegat saras. Lishmer V'o Velasos. Apply it. Apply it to everyone. Why? K'chol Asher Yeru L'schem. Whatever they tell you to do. In other words, the Kohanim are going to say, the king has saras. He's got to leave the machne. He's got to go. Because you're going to say we shouldn't do this because it disgraces our king, disgraces our leader. Miriam is the proof that that's not the way it works. You see, when she got Saras, what happened? She was outside of the Machna for seven days. And over there, as the Rosh says, that's why it says, Why does it say that phrase? To say that even though at that point before the Xer of the Maraglin, they hoped to get into to Yisrael as soon as possible. They were true to Melachas. They wanted to go. They, they didn't want to st- stay in the Midbar. They stopped because of Miriam, Amunasad of Miriam, and that shows you that even if this goes against seemingly our national, uh, our national battle that we need to do the the gauntlet that we've thrown down about what we need to do as a people, even though it would, it would seem to dishonor. Uh, the the principles of our government? No. Look what they did for Miriam. And therefore, when Saras strikes, we apply it no matter what. That is the Rashbam's explanation, Al-Pipshat. So Miriam is basically a proof to the Pusuk before. Not an Eitzat Tova not to get Saras. Okay? As I said, the Tasekenim and other Rishonim basically say the same thing. Why do we need to talk about Saras again? We've got two old about it. Because we want to tell you that Saras happens to everyone. Even to kings. And it's of course extremely embarrassing when that happens. So we want to tell you,
1: you've got to do what it takes. And that's why we mentioned Miriam. Okay. That is peepshot. Rashi the Rashbam now the Ramban as i
0: said talked about developed this idea first in a sefer that he wrote he wrote both of these for him towards the end of his life the sefer hamitzvos the Hasoga on the rambam sefer hamitzvos and what do i mean the we've talked about what that sefer is that's the sefer that the ramban wrote to critique aspects of what the Rambam wrote, of what the Rambam counted, to defend the Bahag, but also in a very special section, mitzvot that the Rambam forgot. There are mitzvos that the Rambam forgot. Mitzvos, I'll say, that the Rambam forgot. There's about 13 or 14 mitzvos, I'll say. A number of mitzvos, I'll say. i can tell you the exact number in a minute. But the point is, is that This is one of the mitzvahs that he forgot. Mitzvah 7. What is the mitzvah the Rambam forgot? So the Ramban Ramban says clearly that there's a mitzvah to, to say it, to articulate it. Not like Rashi and others said to remember to use it as a model. But to actually formulate it and articulate it. If we don't articulate words and make a point of articulating them in a specific manner, then we're never going to get this part, which is to affect our hearts. Lahashiva Liu. We all have great ideas, but sometimes in order for, you need to sort of ricochet it back onto you. When you say it. Comes back into your heart,
1: right? You Rabbi, Rabbi, so the Ramban has the most machmir attitude uh, toward
0: uh, uh, toward uh, so ras and lashon hara, right? He well, he first what he does, he's going to say something about. It. First thing, he just wants to put on record that there is a mitzvah say to describe, articulate and say specific language, and what I'm saying, Hanech, is, for example, you know that you love your wife, but you've never said it to her, right? When you say it, it then ricochets back. Or let's say you don't know you love someone, right? Like in all the rom-coms, right? They don't know they love it. But you can't leave? Why, why can't I leave? I'm getting out of here. Because, because people that I love can't leave me. I love you. You love me? Yeah, I said it. I guess I do. You've seen that scene many times, right? The point is, it's, it, 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 it's a trope. It's a Hollywood trope, but it's part of a reality that when we say something, it goes back into our mind and heart and we feel it more. If we just keep it bottled up and just think about it, it's one thing. But if we say it with an energy and, with, with, and force ourselves to, to speak it, it goes back into our heart. And what is it that we're going to speak about? We're going to tell the story. Just like we tell the story of Yitzchak, Mitzrayim. We're going to tell the story of Miriam. And how are we going to emphasize the story? We're going to emphasize the story by mentioning that she spoke about her loving brother, someone she loved. And and she was not a nobody. She was a prophetess herself, a neviah. And her brother was someone that she had done so much chesed with. He was the object. He was the little child that she had done so much chesed with. She was watching to make sure for him. Val Yod And it's because of him, he was saved. Because of her, sorry, he was saved it was because of her quick thinking it's because you in fact you could even say had it not been for her perhaps he wouldn't have been born according R- to the medrash
1: yes, Kalevich, yes Bob. You, you said something just a moment ago which made me wonder whether
0: because it's as a heart yomash show i know i don't know i you know i don't
1: i'm not an Al-Achat expert but i think that you have to say Kiddish out loud no
0: that's true you can't just well, think Kiddish.
1: okay so right. is what is what is what the Ramban is saying here, that this is just like Kiddush? Yes, it is. Say, say say it out loud.
0: Right, he's going to exactly make that point.
1: Is that what it's, he's saying? Yes, okay. he's going
0: to say that. And, uh-huh. and, 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 the, and I'm saying he emphasizes it because a person could say, well, what do you have to say it for? No, if you don't say it, it doesn't ricochet back into your heart. And when you say it, Bob, the same way when it comes to Kiddush, you need to say certain elements. You can't just say, it's Shabbos, as you know, the you need to talk about Yetzirah Mitzrayim too. You need to mention where Shabbos is in our history, what it means to us. So in the same way here, you need to say who this story was. You need to, you need to, I, I need to tell the story of Miriam. And the story of Miriam is this story, that she, who she is, who is Miriam? You need to talk to her. You need to mention that she's a prophetess. You need to mention the relationship that she had with her brother. How, as I said before, maybe there wouldn't have been a Moshe without Miriam and how much the brother was a recipient of her chesed and how through, how Moshe is consistently saved. Not only does, he, does she convince Amram to go back to Yilcheved, but in the Pesukah alone, it's clear that it's only because of her quick thinking that nothing happens to him in the by Basparo, and if you think about that and you say it still happened that she, that she got Saras then you're oh boy, you're going to stay away from Moshmara and you're not going to be you're never going to be one of those people that's Mr. Shmuzerai that says you're ready to talk about everybody there's people that talk about your brothers yeah, yeah you're ready to dish it out about everyone. Brother, sister, everyone.
1: This is the way we stop people from speaking Losh hara, And that's what this pasuk is saying.
0: The Torah wants you to be a better person. The Torah demands you, like making Kiddush, to articulate and tell this story. Now, the Ramban only quotes the second Sifre, and you can see he quotes that first
1: and this is what we just read before, that look what happened to Miriam, but this does
0: not prove that you need to say it. This just proves, it could be like Rashi. This just proves that the Torah is telling you, hey, you know, I, I don't get Saras, but this is not necessarily turning this into a mitzvah to, to tell the story. So for that, the Ramban turns to not the Sifre, and he turns to the Safra, the safra in va'yikra. The safra in va'yikra. He turns to. Why is it in va'yikra? Why is it not here? He only quotes part of it, the Ramban. But this is what he quotes here. The Ramban has a greater quote in his commentary on Chumash. Let's see what he quotes here. Zehor asasher ashashem kechol yochol bilvavecho ke'shuomer shomer benegat saras
1: now I love the Ramban but those of you that have been following here
0: realize the Ramban has done something sneaky <laughs> the Sifrei and the passage that we just read does not say, it says Lushmora Ma'od means all different types of details about Nege All different types of alochas about Muklat, Musgar, different types of Sarlovan, Michia, begodim. right? That's what the Sifre does with all this extra verbiage. The Ramban jumps to the Safra because the Safra seems to do something else with that extra verbiage what does it
1: do with that verbiage and let me just show you that point again let's go back which is where which is key for him what does it say in this let's go into the Safra, the sifrei again that the ramban does not quote Meaning,
0: after it's clear you're Tomei, and maybe you know, you're know you not with the Kohen, but there's still rules to follow. That's why it says, Lishmor Maod Velasos. So that, that terminology that the Ramban quotes from the Safro and Vayikra, Chazal and Vayikra to mean what? Not, not some sort of detail after you become Tomei. But rather, what does that detail mean? According to the Safra, in your heart, you need to be thinking about the effect of Lashon Hara, how it can bring you to Tsaras. And at situations like the life situations of Miriam have to be in your heart. In other words, Miriam is a beautiful story to tell you how you can stay away from
1: Lashon Hara, but you can think that. Where do you see thinking? You see thinking where?
0: From the words, Lishmor Ma'od V'la'asos. That's Shmiras Halev. Hamani M'kayim Zachor. Zachor must mean it's got to be in your mouth. Shagura B'ficha. Now this is a nusach that is, I have not found it in the, sifrei, in, in the safra itself. But the Ramban's girsa shagura means you got to say it over and over. Shagura means it's like yeah, like a person always says Baruch Hashem. Shagura, <laughs> it's like yeah, the story of Miriam has to be in your mouth in a consistent in a consistent fashion.
1: Rabbi, excuse me, how is this different from the first Omer that says we're doing it to prevent?
0: Uh, Lush and har it's the same oh. thing. If you oh, have, no. so what heart. he's saying is, so what he's saying is like this, that from Lishmar maod means think it, contemplate it, think about how serious this is, stop yourself from saying Lush and hora, think about the consequences, and now this pasuk is saying zochor, do more than just think about it, and this and the, the safra says, and that's what it says about Amalek too. Maybe you just need to know about it. You don't need to really review it. Everybody knows I don't want to talk about it. Okay, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I know those details. I don't want to, have to say it. I don't want to make a public convocation and read about it and talk about it. Talmud Lomar Losishkach. Losishkach means you know about it and it's something that's embedded in you and you don't speak about it. Harashich Mura. What am I makhayim with zohar? Did you have to actually make a, a special convocation and say the story of Amalek, what Amalek tried to do, and how he was defeated, and how bad Amalek, what Amalek tried to, what Amalek was after, and how we have to destroy Amalek? You need to actually have a public reading, so to speak, of the parsha of Amalek. So it sounds that's the, the This is the safra not the Ramban. This is the safra connecting. The Zohar to the Zohar.
1: Right.
0: Okay. So, Bob, it doesn't connect it to Zohar Shoshabis, but it does connect it to the Zohar of Mechias of, Samolech. Of, of, of. So the Ramban now is trying to help us. He said, wow, that's different than the simple Pshat. The simple Pshat is, in other words, they take the extra words, Lishmarma, Old Velazos to say it's not about once you have that to follow the rules and to do what the Kohen says and don't rip the thing off of your body and follow all the, the, the myriad details. There's Hishamar binnega means Me Nega. It's not once you have it and once you see it do the right thing. It's be careful Me Nega from ever getting it, that it should never happen to you. And that is an ashara mimena from Lashon Hara, hagaira maisa. So that is what Lishmar ma'o So the word he shamer, according to the Ramban, would mean a losa of speaking Lashon Hara, because it's telling you don't be very careful about the things that are going to bring taras. And we know that Lashon Hara brings taras. So therefore, Hishamir, in a way, is a losa say about speaking Loshanara. Now, there's also the pshat in the pusik itself, which is, do whatever the Kohanim say, which would mean primarily, don't try to cut the darn thing off and say, I don't want to show it to a Kohen. I'm cutting my tsaras my, my, my off. So, But the Ramban puts them both. The Ramban cooks these two together. The Ramban, based on the Safra, says, and he didn't make it up. He says, Safra says it. The is Kalanim, Chazal say that it's already in the Pesach itself, that it's already in the Pesach itself to be Zahir on Lashon Hara Zarba Zahir, Lashon is already in that Pesach. What does that mean, Zahir believe. Zahir believe would mean to, to, to build up within your mind a resistance to speaking Russian horror because you know how terrible it is and what it can lead to, but the next Pusik tells you you have to actually mention something.
1: And why is Amalek the, the, the comparable one? It doesn't mention Shabbos
0: as the comparable one. The Safra uses Chiras Amalek to be like Zechiras Miriam. So the Ramban needs to explain the Safra. Why do we need to have this convocation and read the story about what Amalek tried to do? Because we need to know. Because if you don't read the story, you just know about the mitzvah of destroying Amalek. You might think well, Jews are into genocide. It's not for nothing. He just like it's, yeah, I hate those people. Yeah, they are they are deficient. Kill them. Wipe them out. No, by reading the story, the Ramban says, and this is very different than the Rambam. Although this is not my point about Rambam versus Ramban. The Rambam says the reason why we have this convocation to read the story of Amalek is to build up hatred, is to make sure the hatred doesn't wane is to make sure people understand why they need to go out to war when they discover Amalek. And when we build up the story in a way that we realize how terrible what Amalek is and how we need to go out and kill him. The Ramban softens that. He says the reason why we read the story publicly and make sure that everyone hears it is to realize that the reason why this command was given is not because he hates them. It's mechemloso aleinu. It's because he has compassion on us. Yes, like the Rambam would say, they they acted upon us in a way that it can only be called chamas. They tried to take from us before we were just barely a people crawling out of Mitzrayim. They wanted to destroy us. That was a chamas they wanted to do to us. Rabbi and and. and that act, one second, that okay. act showed that act showed clearly that amalek does not really fear God. If mulek could start up with a people that have just been the, the recipients of a year of incredible miracles, followed by Kriyas Yamsuf, they clearly don't fear God. And therefore, Telling the story makes us understand, according to the Ramban, although, again, I I don't know if in today's woke uh, consciousness it's it's sufficient to uh, blunt the criticism of what the Torah is saying. But the Ramban felt that reading the story would be enough to put in context why the command is there to eliminate Amalek. Wait one second now. In the same way... We need to tell the story. We can't be enough to just say Lushanara is bad. It can't be enough to say it's wrong to gossip. It can't be enough to, uh, to, to, to even know that people say Lushanara gets arras. Even if people know about the statistic that there might even be a cause and effect. That's not enough. We need to actually tell the story with the background what happened to Miriam and that will be effective that will be an effective way to seal against it only by telling the story that that shouldn't happen now one more thing then the Ramban wonders there's another drasha in the safra the, the safra makes another drasha about another zohor that's in Parshas Akev, and I've provided for you here on the board and you can see it. Again, and al Tishkach. The same way with the Safra makes the same drasha. Not just in their heart, but the Safra, not the Ramban. The, the say the same drasha that that when it comes to this posik. It needs to be articulated. What needs to be articulated? Everything that we're reading about in these parshios of Shlach and Korach, how we got God angry, how we how we caused the wrath of God to rise from the time we left Mitzrayim till we got here, which was where, right in Arvas Moav. Hashem right? wanted and God in motion, needed to go up to the mountain 40 days and 40 nights, etc. So not only do we need to remember or, or think about or talk about all the bad things we've done, specifically how bad it got at the time of the ego where we almost died and had it not been for Moshe's intercession. And then there's a whole description about how terrible we were, how it's only because of God's compassion that we were allowed to live. And God listened to Moshe and he had to otherwise, and you can see, Ubitavera, Ubamasa, Masa, right? That's where they wanted meat. All these places. Tavera, they complained because it's too they didn't like the the the, the long distance. They didn't like the, the 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 pace and how fast they were going. Right? All these places we need to mention, we need to talk about them. We were generating God's wrath. So, in fact, we need to know this. Now, the Ramban says, the Safra says this is a mitzvah as well. Now, what is this mitzvah? The Ramban says maybe it's an ashara only for those that generation. That generation uh, for, their, for the year or so that they were, or the couple of months that they, or maybe even till they died, <laughs> they needed to recount the stories of how they enraged God through the midbar and how they came close to, to death a number of times and how they were saved. Maybe it's a mitzvah only for that generation of Anche Dora midbar. It says, V'ulai he mitzvah with Maybe the Rambam says, the Safra, the same way re- remembering or saying, speaking, articulating, describing the act of Miriam is a mitzvah saseh. There's another mitzvah that, that the Rambam left out. The Rambam doesn't know the Safra. The Safra says it's a mitzvah. It compares it to Amalek, which is definitely a mitzvah, according to the Rambam and everybody. So what's the, He says, Ulahi he mitzvah Ladoros. What's the mitzvah Ladoros? not just to know that we almost died and how bad we were. That tells us how compassionate God was, that despite how bad we were, despite our evil ways, despite how we we, we regressed constantly 10 times, God loved us. And And he kept the bris. Because after we tell the story, We just don't tell the story how bad we were. We don't just tell the story and talk about the bacchanalia and and, and the hedonism and and, and the complaining and and, and the kvetching. But we actually give it context. And we talk about that and we make the people real. We tell our children about it, about what the B'nai Yisro was like and how, despite all that, God loved us because of who we were, because of what he saw within us in some positive things that because he was being uh noble not noble but he was being he was being nemon to the bris ovos and therefore we thank god about that laman dis says if that's true the ramban says it should be also a mitzvah there should be so in other words this piece starts off with miriam but it ends off really with even more than that and in order before i, I just want to show you that the um The Sefer Haredim that I've mentioned before uh, uh, to you. The Sefer Haredim, uh, based on this Ramban, says the following. Haredim writes, Zichor al-Tishkachas Sashirik ik'tsavtas adonai elecha bamidbar. The, the chazal in, in, in make a drosha, the chor lo tishkach balev. The shahi mitzvah It's a mitzvah for all time. Kirikos of a ramban and sfeik a daraisa. The If the ramban has a suffix, what's pshat in chazal? That's good enough to turn it into a suffix daraisa. And everyone is mukhuyev to say a, a drosha about parshas, all these partials, The rabbis love giving droshas about these partials and taking lessons. They are being mekayim a mitzvah of Zohar. It's a bigger mitzvah than Kriyas HaTorah. It's a bigger mitzvah. It's, it's learning Torah, but it's also being mekayim a mitzvah of Zohar Asher, asher vechabamidbar to, to actually take these partials and really dissect them and bring out the lessons. But the Haredim takes this Ramban one step further and he says if we have a mitzvah every throughout our lives to go through these to use these as lessons about how god is compassionate and how how despite how bad we can get god forgives us and loves us then we for sure need to take lessons from our own life Think about how you've incurred the wrath of God from the time you were born. Obviously, you can read the story and there's a distance, but you should take that, doing these readings, having these drushes, should penetrate you to the point that you now contemplate things that you did things that that you did that clearly angered God. And although you didn't see a cloud of God's anger and you didn't see the earth open up and plagues weren't unleashed, but enough bad stuff happened to you to realize that it probably was a product of your actions. We need to, not only ourselves, but of course the generations right before us, I don't want to say anything. I'm not Rabbi Victor Miller, who's going to speak about uh, the, the sins of the Holocaust generation. But that is the type of thing he's saying here. We need to remember the avonos of those, of, of, of our immediate relatives, the ones who are parents and grandparents. Shenemar, vizvadu es avonam, avon avosam. When we do vidui, we think about, we don't glorify necessarily our parents or grandparents. We, we know that they also were sinners who God forgave and God allowed to live. And therefore, v'nei All of this causes us not to be haughty, to realize how unworthy we are. ha'orel. And by going through this history and these droshos, we actually become submissive. And, the Ramban, and, and and based on the Ramban, the Haredim says that this is a mitzvah, you need to do this every day. If it says Zachar, what do you mean once a year? It should be done every day. And the same thing the Haredim says should be by Miriam. Saruch Lizkor B'chol Yom, Inyan Miriam, and you know, there are people, of course, I'm sure some of you actually read the Sheish Zechiros every day, right? <laughs> There's some of you out there that uh, as part of your davening, it's in, it's in many of the siddurim even in, right? To, to, to say, to read the Zohar every day. Why do you do that? Because the Haredim's opinion is, as you can see, that if it says Zohar, and it's a mitzvah, and the Ramban is right, so you should do it every single day. Every single day of your life, you need to actually spend time to because lashon is so <laughs> so overwhelming in people's lives. It's so much part and parcel of of, of human existence that if you don't do it every single day, is it going to work? And, the, and 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 you need to actually again. I guess the story doesn't get old. <laughs> every single day, according to the Haredim, based on the Ramban, you have to do that. Let me just let me just even tell you when it comes to Amalek, the Haredim says about, an incredible thing. He says, Amalek also has to be every day. He says, the, 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 the smak, Rabbi Yitzchak Mikurvil says, you know when we fulfill the mitzvah of, of discussing Amalek, we do it one time a year, right before Purim, when we read in the Sefer Torah. The Haredim says, uh, you might, you're might you entitled to your opinion, but the Rambam and the smak, who you base your book on, Rav Moshe Mikutzi, they say, you have to constantly remember zakhira b'chol yom in fact the Haredim says if you if you look in the tikunei zohar you'll see that the zohar has a version of kaddish that before you say yehei shmei rabo you say right what do we say we say amen yehei shmei rabi you say shmei rabo right so we say right yehei shmei rabo right before you say Yeshme Rabbah, you say, Yad milchom That's what you say before you say Yeshme Rabbah. You say, God is going to fight Amalek. The fight for Amalek is still there, and that's when the name is going to be great. That's what we say. Yeshme Rabbah. The name will be great. When does the name become great? When Amalek is wiped out. And he says, the Haredim, that I know he was writing in Israel in Eretz Yisrael. but he says the generation that he met, the ones who escaped Spain, who eventually came to Eretz Israeli and built up that, that incredible community there in Sfas, they told him that they told the Haredim, or Ezra Askari, that in Castile, in Spain, that's, was, that's how they used to daven and show. Every single day when they said Kaddish, they would say, Yod al-kes yom mochem el that's the way they said Kaddish every day, which he says is proof that you need to remember Amalek every day. And he says, the Shabbos shall That's true. We make a big deal about it. That's a way to fulfill the mitzvah during the time period we know that Amalek was smashed. But really, that's really the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Mechiyah Samolech, according to the Haredim. just like these, they're, they're, they're all three meant to be done every day. And that is, where did the Haredim build this from? He built it from our Ramban. And again, I can't disagree with him. The Ramban doesn't say when it should happen. He doesn't necessarily say, right? He doesn't say, he doesn't say to, to mention my Samiriam once a year. Now, so therefore the haredim assumes that it's every day. Now, um, I'm gonna do one last piece with you. Um, and, and again, I didn't get a chance to to develop the Rambam here tonight, uh, but I think we do have you know, we will be able to, Mirzashem, to get there. Um
1: just want to show you one last thing. Um and Criticizes right. Okay, here it is. So he says, Lo Yadati Mahi Hazahira I'm not sure what it means. Does it mean we have to read the parsha bitsibur? Is that what it means? And therefore, Or maybe it means what it means is we need to actually do more than just read it once, but what
0: we need to do is constantly talk about it. We need to talk about it and tell our children. And therefore, what we need to do by the Maissa Miriam is we need to speak about it. We need to tell our children. It needs to be part of our natural, of our national story. You might have said, "Don't talk about it." Because we don't want to talk about uh, uh, how one of our great tzidkaniot fell and how she was wrong. The Torah tells us that we need to speak about it,
1: to 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 uh, to expand about it. Because otherwise, this, will, this is what keeps Lashon Hara
0: firm, a, a firm shield against Lashon Hara. Because it is such an incredible chet that it causes so much terrible things. And so many people are nichshal in it that we must be able to consistently speak about it. So you can see here that the Haredim is right, that it isn't just once a year that the Ramban clearly feels, now, does it mean it should be done every day? I, that I don't see in the Ramban. But I do see that it isn't just one time a year.
1: Um, the, uh, one last thing, he says, you've got to say that it's a mitzvah. If it's not a mitzvah,
0: if you say like Rashi, that it's just an Eitzah, Tova, then Lashon Hara doesn't have a say in the Torah. Now you're going to ask, what about Losei Lech Rochil? It seems the Ramban does not say Losei Lech is a Lashon Hara. He says, how can it be The Lashon Hara, which you know is so terrible, doesn't have an actual Lo sase in the Torah. It's got to be there. So where it is, it's he that's your lo sase. He uh, from lishmor Maod, that's your low sase of not saying lashanara. And then you have your ase, halava abomichal ase, which is zakhar, because if you do say lashanara, you're over the ase. It's halava
1: abomichal ase. Abel because of hazeh.
0: So that is what's pushing the Ramban here. Three things. Number one, the Tarasks, the Safra. But the Safra itself seems to have been ignored by the other Rishonim. The other thing is, is, is the fact of how this point, the Ramban is searching for a Lashon Hara antidote that the Torah itself sanctioned and demands from us to do. Something as terrible as Lashon Hara can't just be something which we know you're not supposed to say and has terrible consequences. There needs to be an antidote in the Torah to it, and there also needs to be a clear Pusik that says you 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 can't do this, and we can point to this Pusik as a negative a losa say or a lava bo michlala say against Lashon Hara. And that's what we can find from these two psukim. And that's another thing that's pushing the Ramban uh, here. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.